Hello and welcome everyone. Today in conversation with me is Anandita Dey who is an entrepreneur, a well-known fashion stylist, luxury event curator and a writer. Hi Anandita. Hi. So Anandita, uh, at this point of time I just had a conversation with your mother who is a very very well-known author and yes. you I'm sure were grown with a lot of books. Do you have yes. any favorite book? maybe it could be one of your mother's book or any other book yeah i have i've been fortunate to have been brought up in a family where not just literature but also art has been a vital part of my upbringing i'm very proud to say that my father is one of the first people who had his i know the samson yeah so I'm just so privileged. I feel so happy. But one book which definitely touched my heart when I was growing up was uh, Speed Post by my mother. It is still such a special book. Uh, yeah, because um, I still resonate with it so much, and there's so much uh, that I can still take away from the book. And do you have any favorite from uh, a favorite letter? Because I believe she had written letters to all her children in that book. So yeah. do you have any favorite letter or something that an excerpt that you would like to share with us or read for Absolutely. us? Absolutely. What I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, make it a bit concise because the chapter's a bit too long and it'll cut into our conversation. So I'm going to read it. Dear Anandita, last night you cried for an hour, maybe longer. I could still hear your sobs as the car pulled out and we arranged our expressions suitably for the party ahead. My evening was ruined as was yours. I should have stayed at home and comforted you. Something was obviously wrong for you of all the children to have staged that tantrum. It was so unlike your normal behavior when you watched me dress and cheerfully wave bye-bye. And yet I went to a party where I wouldn't have been missed at all. You were right when you screamed, who cares? There was anxiety in your 9-year-old mind. You hadn't been able to articulate it. All you knew was that you didn't want to be left alone for whatever reason. I so desperately wanted to stay back and comfort you. Point is, I didn't. Even as your crime became more insistent, I wore my sari, took a final look in the mirror and left. You shut your eyes, I shut my mind. I know it sounds cruel, but parents can be cruel. And when we got home, you were in bed, your own bed. The maid mentioned you'd skipped dinner and cried yourself to sleep. I felt wretched. I deserved to. Yours in anguish, Mama. You know, Anirag, it's so funny because I still crash in my mother's bed. <laughs> still ever so often. So this letter really resonates with me. And I read it to it's my mother beautiful. and she had tears in her eyes today. And it was so moving because this, this moment still is so, uh, you know, it's it's very much present part of our life. And I'm sure a lot of women, other working women also feel the same. And so I think this is one of my favorite books that she has written. It was long back when she wrote this book and it's still, people are still reading old. it. Yeah. Yeah. Anandita, yeah. tell me, because she's such a great writer, do you think that at any point of time, was there any expectation from you to become a writer or was there any pressure that, you know, I have to become a writer because my mother is such a great writer or 
if her writing and her popularity as a writer ever influenced you in any way um you know uh, let me just be very honest uh, because that's how i do best but i feel that you know it was such a, a important call as a mother who works that she took the decision to see my sister arindati and me grow up from home she took that decision uh, to work from home to see us grow up so ever since then to now i see her so ever so driven and that is resonated with me you know just the fact that she works so hard and but has there been any expectation no like uh, have they pressurized me to come into a certain segment because they have been in it no my parents have always believed that um we should do things from our heart and uh, we should we should know the uh, meaning of what hard work entails so um you know i went from being a student in hotel management to now in fashion so i've come a really long way and with fashion i've recently started to write um but but there was no pressure if you ask me um but it was it something was a, it was a choice you made but it was inherent yes and also if you ask if there was certain pressure no but i remember the time when um my mom used to tell me you can only go down and play if you write two essays a day and then only can you go down and play so i think that was also a form of getting me to self express myself at a young age you know um so ever since then i've learned the form of self expression be it in fashion today that i'm able to bring out that quality you know whether it's in my sartorial choices i'm not the most conventional dress i'm not known to be that way um but in my styling i i like to bring out the person's personality out and 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 make that shine um along with getting them to kind of be a little coaxed into my the uh, qualities and my sensibilities as well but i don't necessarily push it you know um it has to be in sync with the person's personality for sure anandita you went to london to study fashion and and yes. uh, you've been working with a lot of designers today you've been writing for the hello magazine and you've been doing shoots every now and then when you're styling which is very different which is very over the top as we say ott for for yeah. these generation what do you have to say about that um you know i feel anurag that fashion is so um ever so changing you know uh but um i had the best time at regions i think it was such a sensible decision i told my parents that listen guys i don't want jewelry i don't want anything really expensive what i want to invest in is education and um i didn't go after my plus 2 years at 11th and 12th so i wanted to make the best of my education now so i went to london and i and i got such a strong um understanding you know that everything is so well accepted over there there's no like oh my god you're using these loud colors oh my god there's too much bling oh my god there's too much you know everything was so widely accepted that i felt more in comfort with my own sensibilities with myself that i did some incredible shoots which i'm incredibly proud of i came back with a distinction merit um and then i went to the designers rather we we approached each other mutually and um we just we did some shoots interestingly enough i did uh shoots for indian wear which normally uh i don't really wear it on an everyday basis but i love wearing sarees 
so um, it was so much fun, you know. It was it was incredible, uh, you know, to work with celebrities. Um, which at first I used to shun the idea. I used to be like, oh my god, I don't want to work with celebrities. I don't want to deal with that drama. But after a while, it got I got so used to it because that's when I realized that that's that they're so good at what they do, obviously for a reason. And um, fortunately, some of them are very very close friends of mine, so it made it made um, working with them so much more fun, much more enjoyable, and to be able to self express. I think. Um, self expression is such a huge gift if we can do that i think that that in itself is a huge privilege that's that's beautiful and i've i've seen your work and i really like it um i don't need to say this because because you know i have i'm saying it i'm saying it because i genuinely feel and anandita i also want to talk talk to you about something that i have been thinking for very 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 long is what is really the definition of beauty because you say what the society has done to us has defined boxes has defined lines and said this is what it means but is exactly. it is is it true because you know when i was i was uh, we we run schools in the slums and the the children were reading books there so i just went to a slum and i was i was on a round and i just picked up the book what are you teaching them and one of those books had the definition of beautiful and ugly and you will be shocked to death what it was it was a fair blonde blue eyed girl who was called beautiful and a dark girl with not so sharp features wearing a sari and you know wearing a sindoor was was defined as ugly i was ashamed that this is the education system of our country where this is the definition of beauty and ugly what is your opinion about the same You know I was so happy to write the Hello magazine article because I remember writing it and I remember about the specific girl who was doing so incredibly well her name is Adat Akesh and um she was a refugee she's completely like a tan in color but boy does she look sexy you know she looks incredible when she was Karl Lagerfeld's muse i mean it can't get better than that and um i think uh, winnie harlow as well i mean to to deal with the fact that she has a skin condition and make it sexy to be um considered a sex symbol i think um i think that one should you know like own it you know in all its senses um not have these so called protocols and these so called norms and these so called preconceived notions on how beauty should be i think that uh, we should own our stripes we should even even if girls have stretch marks deal with it you know own it or cellulite deal with it you know i feel so happy that um today that plus size becomes such a huge thing i mean you know people are not uh, body shaming as much as they used to size zero is not considered that cool anymore you know people are becoming more versatile with their trends and and they're becoming more widely accepted so um i think uh, it has also to do with international um you know international exposure where we are um you know removing these ideas of using these fairness creams which we used to be obsessed with you know to look fair being fair was considered the it thing you know from our grandmother's time you know you had to wear powder on your face to look fair that was considered beautiful 
Um, so I'm really happy that um, with time things are changing and, and, and constantly evolving. And um, I think that we are in a good space in the fashion industry today to send out messages which are strong and positive, you know, and which can make somebody feel widely accepted. True. Yeah. That is very true because fashion industry is one of the industries which really is responsible for influencing millions and millions of people, not just in one specific state or a country, but worldwide. I mean, if anything happens in the field of fashion, it is it is so widespread that people follow it blindly. So they are yeah. very, very responsible. So they are the ones who should be responsible and should take positive measures like you just mentioned. Uh, yeah. Anandita, I also want to ask that if, you know, everyone's praising your mother wherever she goes, um, you know, she's the, she's the center of the attraction, she's beautiful, uh, she has amazing sense of fashion. Do you think that your sense of fashion is from, I mean, is inspired from your mother or there's some kind of inspiration from her or was there something that that made you, uh, you know, go to London to study fashion. What was that, that you had such clear thing about fashion? Why, what, what was the clarity? Why was there so much clarity in your mind that you want to go to London and, and learn fashion and then come back to the country and do all that you're doing? My mother has been such a strong influence um, in, in, in my life. And especially when it comes to even trends, I think sometimes she knows trends even better than me. And she's constantly updating me, which, which you know, constantly gets me on my toes and says, okay, I have to like step it up a bit. But um, I think that she's always known that I've been a person with my own sensibilities since a child. I've never been the kind of girl to only wear pretty, pretty pink frocks to a party and trying to look like as feminine as possible. Sometimes I've been in a boisterous mood, so I've decided to wear sequins or gold or silver or whatever I wanted to wear. And she's always let me own that. You know, she's always told me that so long as you're looking pretty, so long as you're feeling beautiful, there's no reason why you should not express yourself in your dressing senses. I think that a large part of me uh, wanted to go to London because I wanted to explore also another side of myself, of, of my own personality, which is, um, other than fashion, how to live independently on my own, how to deal with, you know, dealing with just finances, like how do you basically live on your own? How do you deal with money? How do you uh, go and get international exposure? How do you meet different people from different cultures? Um, a whole bag of things, you know? So I wouldn't just say it was only strictly to do with fashion. I think that it also had to do with a whole gamut of things which gave me that world exposure and which gave me that um, strong responsibility. When I come back, I will... I will want to be in this fraternity. And I think that as a parent, it's very important to kind of educate your child before they kind of go into something because um, that they should be fully aware of what they're getting into before they put their foot into it. You know, out here, it's quite easy for me to get into the circles if I want to. But I think as a parent, it is very essential that a a parent kind of guides their child and says okay if you're really serious about it then you should put your foot 
well, you know, you should not put your foot in your mouth. You should know exactly what you're getting yourself into. And um, that's it. I think that my mother did a very good job in sending me over there. And I'm just so happy that and I really, really cherish that moment uh, where I got to study in London. It is the biggest gift a parent could have given me at the time. Very beautifully expressed, Anandita. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, I'd like to end this conversation with uh, if you have any favorite book, because this is a part of a literature festival. If you have a favorite book or if you're reading something right now, tell about the book that you're reading as of now. Well, I always go back to my mother's books and currently I have not set my hands on uh, socialite evenings and that's what I plan to do is to get my hand on that and and go into the world which I still had not known and want to know. Thank you, Anandita, for being here. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.